Shalom. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I am Shmuley Yanklowitz, President and Dean of Valley Beit Midrash. Here at VBM, we strive to bring you only the highest quality of Jewish learning. Bringing pluralistic and innovative Jewish programming to the Jewish community that craves substance and insight is our passion. But we cannot do it alone. To support our endeavors, please consider donating a tax-deductible contribution to our organization. By doing so, you will be supporting meaningful Jewish educational content, funding the next generation of leaders, as well as furthering Jewish wisdom to people all over the country and all over the world. Please visit www.valleybatemadrash.org. Thank you so much and enjoy the program. It is an honor and delight to be here today with uh, Dr. Shana Hammerman, who is an author and an educator, teaches courses on race and Jews, and an activist, uh, in particular, on issues of mass incarceration. So thank you for taking time to talk. Thank you for having me. So to jump right in on that topic, how did you get involved um, with the prison system? Well, I live in San Francisco, which is very close to a very notorious prison called San Quentin State Prison. And uh, there are opportunities to teach college classes there. And I was looking for teaching opportunities. I went in and I taught there. Um, I was interested in what was behind those walls and I could not have imagined what I came across. Yeah. Um, and now I'm invested also in re-entry. So in helping people once they're um, out of prison, specifically people who have had long-term or life sentences. Great, great. And so why do you think Jews in general should care about this? So. Jews should care because Jews care about humanity, um, and also because rabbinic teaching tells us, and I'm not a rabbinic scholar, but I do know this piece, um, that in order to accuse somebody of a crime, you need a certain number of witnesses. They built an entire system essentially to protect people. Um, prison does not figure into Jewish um, thought except as... Um, a response to non-Jewish prisons where Jews were often incarcerated. Um, also, we have this really important concept of teshuva, which we talk about annually and we think about regularly, right, on the Jewish calendar. And forgiveness or the ability of human beings to come back to their best selves is a, an ingrained part of Jewish ideology. Mm -hmm. So we must be able to believe that people can make mistakes and return back to some kind of goodness or to repent in a way that is appropriate and just. What, what types of educational opportunities do those who are incarcerated have generally have access to and what do you think they should have access to? So generally they, there's very little access. Most prisons, and again this is against uh, what rabbis taught, uh, most prisons are really far away. Um, so if you think about the, in Arizona, you have to schlep pretty far to go to the, even the jails um, and the prisons. Uh, the reason I got into San Quentin, like I said, is because it's just right on the bay. So I could get in there. And that's why there are also so many educational opportunities there. But for the most part, people seem convinced that um, incarcerated people should not be entitled to an education, which is often the thing that they lack and the thing that they need the most, um, that they're hungry to learn. Um, and the idea of keeping prisons far away has to do with um, keeping incarceration invisible from human eyes, from, from those of us in the free world. Somebody does something wrong, we never want to think about them or see them again. Um, and the way the system is now, it's really working. 
Yeah, I mean, I was blown away with the opportunity to join you at San Quentin just mm -hmm. once to see, get a, a snapshot of, of just the amazing work that, that I saw there. Mm -hmm. So I think a last question for you. Mm -hmm. what, are, what are some things we should all be advocating for in general when we look at this huge uh, problem of mass incarceration in America? So one of the things that we need to constantly think about is what we what we wish to be done with people who have mm -hmm. made mistakes. Mm -hmm. I don't believe that mistakes should happen without consequence. Um, but I also don't believe that punishment does anything for the person who has committed the crime or for the victims and the victims' families. And often when you speak with victims and victims advocates groups, what they want is support. They want the opportunity to confront um, the person. They want to make room for forgiveness and moving forward. Um, they don't want a person to be locked away in a cage completely invisible to them. And victims often get completely ignored in conversations about um, how to deal with people who are who have committed crimes. Um, another really important thing to me is, I wrote down some of these categories. We think in terms of binaries, innocence and guilt, uh, juvenile and adult, violent and nonviolent crime, and oftentimes we'll make allowances like, oh, well, maybe death penalty is wrong because what if that person's innocent? But in fact, this isn't about innocence and guilt, right? Guilty lives matter as much as innocent lives. Um, and when we're thinking about what's best for victims of crimes, it is restoring and rehabilitating, not punishing. Mm -hmm. um, that is a kind of impulse for revenge mm -hmm. that's temporary and doesn't make people safer. Mm -hmm. Prisons don't make people safer. Yeah, yeah, and, and not to mention all the racial injustices uh, involved in 100%. the system. So, uh, and it, so it's not just one or two points one advocate on. It's really rethinking this whole system of right. just desserts that punishment itself is the goal, as opposed to a consequentialist approach that looks at all the parties involved and what's best for everyone. I I yeah. did look this statistics up today because yeah. I'm in California, yeah. but I looked up what Arizona spent on prisons yeah. um, in, this was in 2015, I think, $43 billion. Wow. Wow. And I think even if we just took the viewers of this <laughs> yeah. video, we could come up and use our imaginations for a better way yeah. to spend $43 billion. Like healthcare, um, education, right. and the like, yes. To, to help right. yes. people um, who need our help, yes. victims mm -hmm. and perpetrators. Yeah, amazing. Check out the amazing works of uh, Dr. Shana Hammerman, her books and articles.